0: Thank you. alright are we just about ready to get this started I hope so I don't know about you guys but I'm totally excited for way of the brush I'm so excited it's gonna take plastic surgery to remove the smile from my face <laughs> Yeah, let's get this started. Enough waiting, right? Enough chit-chat? I think we're all, we are all know why we're here today. It's for information for our painting to feed our brains. <laughs> and so, here we are with another Way of the Brush episode 12. I think it's 12, but I don't know. I was not 100% sure. Kind of made that number up actually just to make it sound like i had a whole bunch of episodes no i did and i trust everybody's well this afternoon or well it's afternoon for us on the eastern side of north america for the rest of viewers out there who are elsewhere on the planet maybe it's bedtime maybe it's really early in the morning maybe this show is on just too early in the morning for you i don't know i can't say i can't say for sure but so what are we going to talk about today well i've got some emails from some people who are great enough to send me some emails and questions and you know send me some pictures and some uh questions for advice so we'll get to those today i am going to be doing a blending tutorial not a tutorial but a demo sorry not not a tutorial a demo so basically today the 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 blending demo i'll do is a i'll just do really quickly a two brush because it requires the least amount of prep it is a technique that anybody who's just getting into this hobby and then already wants to you know step up their painting you know they can do it because all you need is use your two colors one or two brushes you don't really need two brushes but i'll use two brushes because i find it easier to uh swap back and forth between my colors. And yeah, so we'll do that. And what else? What else? What else what else are we gonna do today? I don't know, we'll play it by ear, because you know, that's what we do, right? It's it's relax. It's Saturday. Supposed to relax, you know, enjoy the day. Well except for when we take a break and, you know, we do this And let's see if we had any comments coming out here. Ben Sane, could you give me some advice about getting metal armor effects just right? Well, it all depends on what kind of armor effects you're talking about. If you are referring to, say, doing non-metallic metal, an effect that is quite popular these days, where we take a graphic uh, illustration kind of approach to models, and we imitate how light plays across you know a, a glossy metallic surface you see it often a lot with golds and silvers sometimes with bronze you also see it sometimes with other colors like red and blue armor and they also give it that uh, horizon line and such or if you're talking about using actual metallic paints and you know applying that if you're using actual metallic paints which I'm going to assume you are are talking about because i don't because when we get into the whole um non-metallic metal i mean you're talking about a lot of blends and you know you're creating a lot of transitions and such and it's just you know it's very time consuming and but getting metal like for for example a space marine whose armor is all metal getting that base coat down right is paramount right and often I find that when applying the base coat, it is better to use a acrylic medium to thin it down just a little bit. Reason being is just when you add water, the metallic pigment and the medium separate when you start thinning it down, versus when you use a medium and you thin down your metallic colors. And, you know, it, it acts it still acts more like the paint. Whereas, you know, when you thin down, um, acrylic colors especially the the citadel stuff it starts to act more like uh watercolor paint and it's just it's a huge pain and so yeah that's really it 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 comes down to the base coat often metallics sit better on top of a dark uh primer so if you're priming your models prime them black preferably if you're going to go with a heavy metallic feeling if you're just doing the sword on your model or you know what have you anything that's supposed to look metallic then again you know if you're i would base coat it black and then you know because you, you can also skip a few steps if you go with black you can actually start kind of dry brushing now i really don't recommend uh starting the dry brushing right after the primer stage because primer is designed to be kind of chalky and really kind of loose and it's you know whereas versus getting a smooth finish with a, a proper color or paint whatever you, you know if you do metallics getting a smooth finish there and then when you dry brush your transitions are far smoother versus when you have a really kind of bumpy road you're gonna your your paints are gonna end up you know like the color is gonna dry brush and it's just gonna be chalky and you're gonna you're gonna hate dry brushing versus how fast you can get stuff done when you dry brush so, yeah, hopefully, Ben, that, uh, that helps. Ultramirez, Almatirez, Almatirez. Excellent, only an hour to go. Uh, I would assume he posted that probably an hour ago. <laughs> okay, and so let's get to, let's get to some emails that we got from, one well, that we, well, I got from folks who, you know, want to know, exactly uh what's up with stuff and let's go to the first one now the first one is from this fella uh sean craig or craig sean i can't remember which which way his name's supposed to go we'll say craig (laughs) sean he 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 emailed last week with uh with his question and i'm hiding the emails this time too (laughs) instead of last week where i I didn't hide the emails well enough i just i just didn't want anybody getting spammed or anything like that oh man chris i can't thank you enough for addressing my quest what quest stop talking like this i actually laughed at a part where you put the whole image of the email on the screen and then tried to cover up it was great and no one sent me any weird emails or anything well let me check my spam box Nope, no email out of the ordinary. I was so excited for the tips. Let me scroll down a bit here for you. I was so excited for the tips. As you put the scoring method forward, I sat down in front of my model supplies and got straight to work with my blade. As you'll be able to see from the image attached, it worked. I'm having a harder time with the other wing, but as but this is because that is where I made my first attempt and I'm not very good at cleaning and dried glue out of the contact area for reference Aurora's model is made of nine different pieces that's a huge pain nine pieces for such a small model consisting of the body both arms the head her backpack both wings her cloth piece in the front and two accessory bits go on her legs for someone that has never worked on pewter and is used the brilliantly crafted kits from games workshop this is a huge hurdle for me to try and get over again i cannot thank you enough for your help and advice i will be thrilled to show you the finished product and this is the model he is referring to this is aurora she's from the convergence of cyrus or cirrus from war machine which is a really fun game for anybody who's not familiar with the game And so she's got really delicate contact parts. And so his question last week was, you know, uh, attaching delicate little pieces together, you know, and the little small contact points. Now, often a lot of people would just just jump straight to pinning, but especially when you have really small bits, like, like these models tend to be pinning just is, you know, it's a very precarious kind of operation because the contact points are often so small that you have to use a very small gauge wire and uh it's just it's a huge pain to try and pin that because it's so small i mean we're talking about tiny small crazy small i kind of wish that privateer press would get into like the resins in these kinds of cases just to produce a really small and light model because again pewter even at this scale is those wings the weight on those wings has got to be ridiculous and yeah but my advice to him at the time was you know score the models and you know it, it does work for anybody who's you know not familiar maybe not familiar with the scoring technique i describe it in previous videos i also have tutorials in mini wargaming vault that you know go over the technique a few times i'm not sure if you typed in the scoring into the search though if it would show up but it would be under, like, the assembly of pewter, resin, fine cast, uh, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah, it was lots of fun. And so, yeah, again, like, I encourage everybody, send me emails, uh, you know, show me what you're working on. I'll show it on the show, you know, uh, fun little shout out here and there. You know, if you want advice, heck, you yeah. this is the time to do it right, right now. Because, you know, we're all here right now. And, yeah. I'm just going to check the the comment section here real quick. Holy moly, now there's a bunch of comments popping up here. Chaplain Rob. Look, it's Chris. Lovely visage. Loverly. Chris is loverly. I can't read. (laughs) I'm sorry, Chaplain Rob. I never learned to read. Uh, Jesse Garola. Me too. Me too. I know. You, too? Me, too. The deb deblet, Hey, Chris. My hair doppelganger. I guess Deblet's got long hair. <laughs> and it's probably black. But, you know, uh, you gotta take care of this, because it's all you got, right? <laughs> Eric Prout. Hey, Eric. Hello, Chris. Hello, Eric. It's nice to see you around again. Awesome stuff. All is, is anyone else having trouble with the video loading? Mine keeps saying, please stand by. No, I don't know. Nobody's screaming at me yet. Not yet. Hold on. No. <laughs> Eric Brute just sent you an email out that I wanted to send you on Thursday. Okay. I'll probably get to it next week. Unless, of course, it's hate mail. And then It's like oh, no, no, no. Altamiras, ah, oh, there we go, working now. Ha ha, fantastic! I laughed when he posted that email last time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's that's the word. That's the caution, right? When you're sending me your email, that uh, you know everybody will get to see it. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, it it's not that it's too early, but sometimes. It's just too early. <laughs> and so let's get to another email from... Um, let's go with Dr. Rockopus. That's a fun name. <laughs> Chris, I'm thinking of Space Marine color theme. Primary color being purple and with silver trim and a red spot color on the shoulder pauldrons and kneecaps. I was wondering if you could give me some advice as to how to highlight the purple armor, specifically a Xerxes purple color. And most visually pleasing colors for garbs such as robes, cloth, gun casings, etc. Thanks for your help and time in advance. And really enjoy your videos and content. Thanks, Lucas W. Dr. (laughs) Rockapus. That's fun to say. Rockapus. Rocktopus. Rocktopus. Duck-a-tor? Dakator? Doctor. <laughs> Go on for like a half an hour like that. <laughs> okay, so a purple armor color scheme for Space Marines, where he's, his primary color is the armor is purple. He's thrown on. What did he throw on? Silver on the trim. Now, I would assume that's a bright silver because that will show up really nicely, right? And then the red spot color now if you're going with the red spot color on the shoulder pauldrons and the kneecap now i'd assume like where where the chapter symbol is it i wonder if it's a specific chapter like uh the what the heck are they called now hawk talons they're the purple armor but they got like that um that raven symbol but it's yellow on their armor going with silver trim looks good the red yeah it's kind of hard you know like if you're going with a bright red You know i don't know if you go with a deeper red it might it might maintain a nice even tone with the purple because xerxes purple is quite dark i have a marine where the heck is he now oh (laughs) okay so i just happen to be working on a where the heck am i going here He's in a Xerxes purple. Now, I just recently did a tutorial in the vault for Space Marine Week on this model. And highlighting them up. The colors I used to highlight the purple up. And that was your main question, right? Was, yeah, how to highlight the purple. <clears throat> really quickly here. Now, I, this one was really quick, and it was dry brushed. I don't have any close-ups of this guy right now, but no, I'm not going to try it. Because I don't want to mess anything up. Uh-uh. All it was really fast was a Xerxes purple. And then it was, uh, a, like that was the base coat. A shade wash of Druchi Violet. The, the shade color, the purple shade. Druchi or Druche, I don't know. But the shade wasn't uh, applied really heavily on the model. It was only just a tint the surface, but allowed to pool in recesses. So that you get that nice strong contrast. And then I dry brushed really ni- uh, really lightly with the Xerxes purple again. Then a fast one of um, Jean Steeler purple. And then finished that off with the purple dry compound. And for the life of me, I can't remember what the heck that's called. Was it purple? Hey, the purple? Um. there it is lucius lilac that's what i and that was just a very very fine dry brush just to catch the raised edges now i'll assume you're using gw paints to paint the model if you're not well then you could just take that well no you said xerxes purple so boo but yeah that that'd be about the best way but even faster would be xerxes purple Juchi Violet, the shade, dry brush with a very light dry brush, just catching just edges with a Jean Sealer Purple. And then the very, uh, like, say, for example, you know, like the very edge of and very final points of areas with that uh, lilac and just catch those very tips and edges. If you're not comfortable dry brushing, then you could also layer it up. And then once you got to the uh, lilac color, You could purchase the edge color, I believe, which is essentially the same thing. Or you can take your acrylic medium, thin it, uh, thin down the, uh, dry compound and it'll act back like, uh, paint again. I've shown that in a video, I think somewhere that you can use the dry compounds, just a little bit of the, uh, GW medium and it'll thin it down and it becomes an edge paint. And yeah, you can do that. Uh, as far as the colors for the robes and the cloth well i think a really light uh white would be really cool for example uh if you painted them up more like how dark angels robes are except a little lighter because the that xerxes purple it tends to be really really dark (laughs) because xerxes purple is really dark you want to you want to hold it here hold it there hold it up for the camera It's, it's too dark it's so dark it's 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 dark <laughs> everybody's probably wondering what the heck is going on here who's in that office chris watch out somebody's in there you're gonna get stabbed <laughs> We well, can't leave the, with the hey you can't leave with the marine oh well if you're sitting down sit down or oh, I'm just, what you are can, you doing you, you can sit on my leg you, you, you can sit nah. on my knee here. santa <laughs> santa ho, ho 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 what do you want jay <laughs> world peace world peace okay get out.
1: <laughs> so what, are you, what what is there a chat yeah oh youtube say? chat eh? you're going through youtube today I, look well, at that leg I, I have been
0: yeah that's okay but uh yeah Ooh, I, I kind of dig this because, see, with, okay, so we're going to take a pause here, people, yeah. while we'll I explain this to Jay. I kind of dig the YouTube chat thing mm-hmm. because when people come back to, like, you know, when we're on Twitch and stuff, yeah. you don't get the chat. So when we're, when you're talking and you're bantering back and forth with people, people don't know what you're responding to. Whereas on this, yeah. at least as, as a comment, because these comments are going to be on the, the page. That's true. And yeah. so people can see, you know, what comments I was responding to. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's cool.
1: I, I just drive with my computer. My computer's still, like, pretty fried, so yeah. I will be able to get it going. But,
0: yeah. Here, let everybody see your face there.
1: No, that's not the way of the J. The way of the J. Shut up. I don't know why, but, uh, yeah. The way of the J? Yeah, it's the new, it's my new live show. Way of the you J.
0: copycat?
1: Well, I was going to say the J of the brush. J of just, the brush. That just didn't <laughs> sound good.
0: So, yeah. Uh, Dr. rocktapus. Uh, Hopefully that helps. Um, If not, again, send me a picture of where you're at, what you're having trouble with. Building up that purple, though, that's about one of the faster ways. Other than, for example, you take your um, Xerxes purple and you just begin uh, layering up uh, with white, adding white scar to it. Quit standing in my light. Oh, sorry. You're you're either in the shot or you're not. All right, I'll stand back here. Stand back here. I told you get a chair.
1: That's not the way of the chair.
0: Oh yeah, it's like um if you ever watch Naked Gun, or the really tall guy (laughs) you only ever see just think you got something on your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um Yeah, okay, so let's get to another question. And Let's go with this one from Blake.
1: Would you like me to read it in an epic fashion? (laughs) Hey, Chris. I watched the latest episode on YouTube. Looking forward to the next, though I doubt I'll get a chance to see it live. We'll have to see. He might be on right now. Saturday at lunchtime, 1 p.m. here. Can be a hard for the family man. But I enjoyed watching the recorded version. You mentioned answering questions about color schemes. Well, below is a picture of a force I'm working on for Heavy Gear Blitz. These are two of the Recon Squad. Each squad is made of five gears. And I'll be fielding the Recon, a general purpose, as well as two tanks. <laughs> Did you get lost? Squads, yes. <laughs> the tanks are done. I've got 10 gears to finish. Anyway, what I did so far on the recon squad is spray them with army painters Angel Green, then brush paint over that with a mix of their Angel Green and demonic yellow war paints. Now I'm looking for tips on details, accents, etc. Click on link. (laughs) What color would you suggest as a secondary color on these? What colors would you use on the main guns? And what details would you pick out to keep the models from looking flat or boring? Thanks, Blake D. A.K.A. Peregrine on MWG and MBDIs on YouTube. (laughs)
0: Written but not dictated. And so these are the models that uh, when you click that link, this is the picture you get. And so, okay, so his question is concerning what colors would you accent them with? Yellow. Yeah, yellow or white, I would go with. Like little yellow bandings or picking out little armor plates, but not uh, a bright yellow. More like um, like a, a, a brown yellow. Um, what the heck is that yellow called now? The new dark yellow.
1: Dark yellow would be this one? Yeah. Uh, Averland Sunset?
0: Yeah, Averlin Sunset. Yeah. Or you can also use uh, Zameshi Desert, because these two colors are almost the same. But, yeah. For, like, the armor plates, the or even stripes, if you're confident in your stripes, the gun barrels, I would do them in black. Metal, it would be cool as well. He wanted to know the, metal, uh, the barrels, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, the main guns. Yeah, I'd go with black. A solid black with, like, a uh, a light gray highlight or a dark gray highlight. And the metallics painted it? And did metallics, yeah, you can catch metallics in there. Now, these guys, they look like they're supposed to be big mechs, right? They're not, like, little dudes. And the little missiles, painting them red or white or both, like, the body is, like, the main housing of the missile is white with, like, the little, you know, atypical red tip. That would be cool, too, just to, you know... Uh, distinguish them that they're missiles and give you give the person impression that they're missiles but definitely that yeah uh the i think they're like v- uh visors like it looks like a little slit in the helmet eh? Mm-hmm. like it looks like it could be something and for that i would probably either go with a, a blue or a red in the visor if that is a visor i'm not sure i'm not familiar with these models but definitely yeah i would go with a yellow or a white now if you go with a white i would go with a bright white uh probably more like in the grays, like a light gray and then a white if you're gonna go two tones now if that sounds like too much work well then just a, a white band or picking out uh, almost like how tau color schemes look where the uh they have an asymmetric feel to them and you know, one panel on one leg is not colored the same on the other leg, and it's somewhere else, or yeah, something along those lines. I'm not sure what the scale is supposed to be for these guys. The models actually look kind of big, don't they? Or maybe yeah, they're... they do.
1: That's what I think. Those look like glue oh. container.
0: Yeah. Or are they the size of Space Marines? Like along they. that size? I don't know. I'm I'm not that familiar with the yeah. heavy gear blitz. Those yeah. Almost like super.
1: Those look like super glue containers upside down.
0: Well, that looks like. Yeah, I'm not sure what that one is on the right, but yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, yellow, like a deep yellow, or a bright white. You could go with reds. You could go with a dark red because your green is so bright. And if you brought it up, like, see, the camera kind of shows it, and it looks bright. So I don't know if it's just the way the camera makes it look or if they're actually quite a dark green. But a dark red would actually look kind of cool, as opposed to a bright red because... It looked like Christmas time, and that would be kind of crap. Um, purple. Uh, a, a mid-tone purple would be really cool as well. Especially if it, the, the armor has that really kind of bright green to it, like a, uh, like a lime, right? A lime green.
1: Yeah, like what you did with your demon over there. Like purple tongue, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here. Let's go back to the main cam here. And, yeah, because I've got like a old great unclean one, and... See, he's got this green color scheme, but the per tongue is this purplish color. And yeah. What are you doing?
1: I was wondering if we can adjust the lights so we have more light on. The no, this uh,
0: is no, it's what I would like to have is a, a camera set up mm-hmm. so that I can just show real quick and that's good. Yeah. But anyway, we, we do this show out of my office.
1: It's a very dark office. Why? Well, that's why mine's too. I have no light in my room there's no lights there's windows yeah but depending on the day he's time got windows
0: my, my office is four walls yeah and that's how I develop the creativity to continue to go forward every day with four walls surrounding me and it's it's basically it's like uh, wearing um, uh, a foil hat so that the the satellite rays don't get me and all my thoughts they don't go bouncing out they stay within and I keep all my thoughts and <laughs> no? I don't know Okay, coffee break, hold on
1: I wonder if anybody's addressed that I'm here. I wonder if anybody said anything with Jay in the comments uh, I, Yeah, I've, the, I've never the, seen this YouTube one before Get out of my light. Sorry yeah. Hey Jay, hey Deb I hear, De- did you know Deblet was here the other day? Who's Deblet? The Deblet right there? I'm, I'm guessing, hey Deb, if, if this is Deb666 uh, He was here filming Battle Report with Dave the other day Oh, was he? He wanted to stare up, but I wasn't here Hello Jay Hello Eric
0: Oh, Dice Sanctuary. Hi, Chris. It's bright and early here in Vancouver. Yeah. And Dice Sanctuary, he has, he's doing a little show after later today as well. He, i seen he had it on his channel. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah, so. That's a good gaming shout-out.
0: Yeah. Very nice of you. Yeah, he's got a he's got a little thing going yeah. on. Just Q&A for him.
1: If I ever get a good computer working, I should definitely do this on YouTube. It seems mm-hmm. interesting.
0: Well, I like it just because I don't have to upload anything. Does, YouTube does automatically, automatically. It automatically yeah. uploads it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, YouTube it just automatically does it, and I don't have to do anything.
1: Is there a limit of time?
0: uh four hours oh
1: that's tons of time yeah i can only talk t- from like two minutes at a time
0: yeah i, w- I could only listen <laughs> to you at two minutes at a time i
1: can only listen to me for two minutes two <laughs> <one> hour, <laughs>
0: um josh bartlow if you do a search in minigrama for delicate models it should be the first video oh okay yeah i so was scoring yeah this when yeah. I because last week i had a fellow he uh
1: you're one of the few people who recommend scoring and i like it i used to score my miniatures
0: Always score. I score.
1: I just stop buying metal. That's what I try. Yeah. buying more machine.
0: But even like plastic models, like your space frames, score the contact parts. Use the plastic cement. Don't Mm -hmm. use crazy glue. And when you score and glue those parts with the plastic cement, because plastic cement essentially melts the plastic. Mm -hmm. And when you score it, the glue penetrates better. And when you have the two things, they bond. And it's solid. It's rock solid once you're done. James Bond. And so where is Docator Rockapus? Thanks for answering my question, Chris. Yes, it's a bright silver, and it's a homebrewed chapter. Homebrewed. Ooh. Homebrewed. Like, like you brew. That's cool. <laughs> He's got to wait for the yeast to rise, though. All right. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So let's go back to some emails. I've got lots of emails to do today. I still got to get to a demo. We're at what, 1230? Oh,
1: plenty of AJ. time. Hi, Jay. Hi, Jay.
0: Plenty okay. of time. Plenty of time.
1: What are you teaching today?
0: What am I teaching today? I am doing a demo on blending.
1: Cool blending by via dry brush or blending via like wet blending.
0: Two brush wet blending. true sure. mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You can just watch the show.
1: Yeah, should I should just go and <laughs> <dunk> off. <laughs> J down. J <Jay> down.
0: <laughs> Game over, man. Game over, man. <laughs> all right uh email time
1: dude just grab a chair but you need me to you said i'm here to read the emails in a dramatic fashion <laughs> <laughs> that is my sole purpose in life right now
0: oh thank god owen's not in here all right He's filming yeah all right uh do do oh man wrong spot you're too far from the mic you're, you're sorry you're... <laughs> oh for the love of God. one more time
1: then i'll go get lunch <laughs> hello chris i just started collecting warhammer Forty Thousand, and more specifically a space marine legion i do a little drawing and painting and was hoping if you could point me in a good direction to achieve the level of detail in the picture of my models i am collecting an ultramarines legion and wanted to add some blood and damage to my models, as the story I have behind them is that they are veterans of Nuceria? Narnia? Of Narnia. (laughs) And ended up getting stuck behind enemy lines, so they will use World Eater's symbology. Is that a word? I don't know. To show that they were in that (laughs) fight. I am also going to freehand all of the decals, decals, Deckleness for Deckleness. My, my Space <laughs> Marines just because I like the character gives each Marine and wanted to add the World Eater symbol to the veterans' helmets and arms by free handing. Do you require periods and commas in your emails? No. Oh. Any advice would be more than welcome. Thank you for your time. Right, can I just intervene for one question? So one Before one, I can, kick sorry, you in the deckles? Yes. Um, have you seen the GamesWorkshop.com right now? They just put up this thing where you can actually buy an entire... Like Legion of Space Marines. It's yeah, $14,000. Yeah, they've had that up for a while.
0: They've they had like, various, various bundles. No, they've had various know, yesterday's
1: bundles. the $14,000 bundle. $14,000 for okay. one bundle.
0: Yeah, well, there's
1: crazy people out there. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Anytime. What's his name?
0: Oh, his name is Jay, Jay. Pierce. Hey, I'm Jay. This was, was, was this you? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> okay, and so the picture that he sent in is this one. I like this. Wow, it's very bloody. Yes, gory,
1: scary. Very, it was almost chaotic. I would say it's more of a chaotic
0: theme than it's very. Well, he, yeah, awkward. he looks very pre-Harrison. Yeah, because like the uh, the jet pack, it's, you know, it's, it's got the big turbines know. in it. The helmet looks like a Mark what three, four?
1: I'd say three, three, three or, or four. four. Yeah,
0: maybe it's four. The Crusade armor, right?
1: yeah, four. Yeah.
0: And then the rest of the armor. Oh, he's even got like armor plates and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah,
1: someone's been biting oh,
0: forward. Oh, he's got somebody's somebody's head. It looks like
1: mm-hmm. Demon's head or
0: yeah, space Marine's head, Yeah, space Marine's head. <laughs> anyway, it's a very a very good drawing, Jay. Not you, Jay. This Jay. Jay. Not
1: Jay. Yeah, not K. All right, <laughs> I leave. There's only room one Jay. <laughs> and this fictitious Jay is safe.
0: Goodbye, everyone. They can't see you running. I don't know why you run like that. That's how you normally run. Shut up. <laughs> All So, Jay, your question being was how to achieve this with some blood and damage on the models. Now, it's a very interesting story. I like this. There's a bit of World Eater symbology. symbology. I like it. I like this drawing, it's very good. Um, keep going and you want to imitate this effect on your models well obviously you'd start off with that blue I assume that the base color is blue and it's kind of like war paint and blood all over these guys right the symbol does look a little like the world Eater symbol and there's also another one that has like that big kind of mouth the maw kind of thing a quick and easy way of doing blood splatter in a similar fashion to what you're kind of depicting here is with a crap I don't have it in here <laughs> anyway get yourself an old toothbrush just an old toothbrush and you lay a bit of your color down onto your palette you can use a little bit of thinner water whatever and then you take your 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 toothbrush now I'm using just this cleaning brush here but this is just to illustrate my point point. and so you have your palette Okay. You have your palette and you have your color and you you have it nicely in an area. And then you take your toothbrush to the paint. And then with your thumb, you flick at where you want the little splatterings to go. And you just do that now caution. Don't do it too many times because then it just becomes really washed out. And I mean, like if you like the picture, like your art piece here, which is really nice. If you just do a little too much it'll it'll just be too much right and because we work in such small surfaces less is more and that really should be the your mantra less is more and yeah but i like it it's an interesting color scheme uh i'd and these guys are kind of like an they're kind of like a good and bad kind of uh marine aren't they i'd assume that they're Turning to chaos? I don't know because usually when guys when guys start covering themselves in blood, they're usually heading to the dark side kind of thing, right? <laughs> and especially if they're embracing the world eaters type symbol. Yeah, it's um, usually that's how they end up on the watch list of the Imperium of the Inquisition. <laughs> and I'm going to freehand all the decals for my space marines just because I like the character that gives them each marine. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, it, It also, like, if you were going with the feeling of your guys, if you made them almost look like they were, like, all drawn out in blood kind of thing, that'd be very cool. But, yeah, so, G. Pierce. Good drawing. Keep drawing. And, yeah, send me more. If you got more pictures of, like, dudes like this, that's very cool. Send them in. I like them. I'll show them. I'll keep showing your work. Heck, you might become a famous commissioned artist who illustrates for video game company or even Games Workshop for that matter. Who knows, right? So, you just never know how or when you get discovered. But sometimes you do. Get discovered, not know. Like, how can you know, right? <laughs> and so, let me get to the comments here. Holy moly, I'm way lost here. Um... Where was I? Ultrameras. I know that this is a little niche for as far as 40k goes, but... But, but... <laughs> but, but... How would you suggest to paint a Jokero Weaponsmith for... Codex Standard? Well, Jokeros are supposed to be like orangutans, and... If you deviate I mean, like you know you can paint him whatever color you want, right, but they 're supposed to be like little orangutan dudes, and so if you go outside of the orange, you know now are are you wondering how to quickly do that with citadel colors? Uh, I would start off with a troll slayer orange and then probably give it a wash of either egg racks or cardboard crimson which will bring it back to a bit of a red but that's fine because the red just it just the red just ends up looking just very dark anyway in the crevices and then you go back over with the orange like if you're dry brushing because he's got lots of fur right and stuff like that dry brush it with orange hit it with the fire dragon bright and then you can hit it with kindle fire kindle flame it's it's the dry color it's a really bright pinky orange kind of color and you just catch just like the very tips like just very lightly you just catch just like the tops of his fingers or you know his eyebrows and like that i've never painted the jokero and it, it i like the model those are um creatures from uh the rogue trader era of 40k because they were supposed to be the henchmen to the slan or slain Slan. The, you know which are basically like the big toad dudes in fantasy but they were in 40k initially and in the old necron book they described the old ones as lizard and frog-like and so you'd imagine that in 40k if you were to have the old ones who are the ones who warred with the necrons and you know created the eldar and created the croark which you know sounds like orc right and created the joker row then yeah that'd be cool right i make a whole 40k army of slan all these frog dudes with bolt guns <laughs> that'd be fun right <laughs> so yeah it re- really quickly uh for painting up the orange yeah or you can just start off right with troll slayer orange and then just start building your highlights up um or if you want to get really fancy you start with troll slayer orange uh give it a light uh, shading with egg racks just like say in the crevices and you know, like the armpit area just for you want some deep shadow and then start adding uh, Ushabti bone to the Troll orange and build your highlights up like that and then that will come to a really nice Kind of fur color and it would, it'd be really quite fun. I Think I don't know. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't tried it, but just off the top of my head. Yeah, that's what I'd kind of do uh, Craig Randall, for anyone looking for tips on which colors to use for their armies, I suggest going to color.com. It's really helpful. Color.com. I've never been there. Oh, you got, okay, you know what? Um, no, you know what? I'll show, I'll show it next time. But there, there is a really great resource out there for developing color schemes. Uh, I don't know if, I don't think it's color.com. I'd have to check my bookmarks. Because I keep it bookmarked. Because it's a really handy resource. And. Yeah. Okay, really quickly here. Alright. <laughs> Getting sidetracked here, kids. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, let me see here. Can I drag this over here? Let's try it like this. And let's try and minimize it so that we can bring it in okay and let's see how this goes this is the, what i use color scheme designer now for all of you guys out there here is the url color scheme designer this is really great this page this will help you oops i messed that up this will help you create like any color scheme this is this is basically the color wheel and this thing is this is a really great page and for those of you out there who are inclined to donate and help others out who create great resources this is somebody who deserves that as this has a full color wheel and like you can change the colors and the window is really small right now but if you go to the page, you can see, and this is just really great. You can spend hours creating color schemes on this site. It's just lots of fun. You know what? It's not working. So I'm just gonna, but anyway, like you can just go through create color swatches and you know, you can switch out. So say for example, somebody wanted to go with a triad of color and I want to do bright red and then look at that. It gives you the full swatches of colors. It's really great. It's a great resource. Uh, I don't know if that site that Buddy showed, oops, wrong button, uh, if color.com is the same as that, but that's the one I use. Whenever I'm kind of like dreaming up color schemes, or anything like that, that's what I use. Now, hopefully we won't crash his page or anything like that, but yeah. Alrighty, so let's go back to, what time are we at here? Quarter two, holy moly. Holy moly, holy moly, holy moly. Let's go to another email real quick here. This is from Josh Thomas. I really love your work. And I was interested if you could give me some tips on edge highlighting. I really need your help. Thanks for all your work. Well, any tips on edge highlighting, make sure you have good clean brushes. Take care of your brushes and start getting used to uh, thinning your colors. Thinning either with water, how, you know, like if you just use just water to thin your paints, that's fine. There's There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of great painters out there who, you know, many awards and stuff like that, they only use water because they know how it reacts they know how much water to add to their color so that it's to the consistency which they like they use and they know how it goes on they know how color builds up it's just tons and tons of experience and tons of practice and unfortunately for you know people just getting into this and they want to start getting into this advanced type stuff you know and then it it's it's almost it's almost crushing to the ego kind of thing when you first get into this hobby and you see these really great models and you want to achieve these kind of great results well you got to practice 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 and if you're just thinning your colors like just practice thinning your colors even when you're applying your base coats thin your colors down and get used to applying many light colors uh light layers That'll get used get you used to how the color thins down And then you can start really getting into the more advanced kind of stuff and you know Yeah, but as far as (laughs) Any tips on edge highlighting Maintaining a sharp brush when you're say for example, um, you know, like eldar have a lot of uh, Little armor plates on sections and a lot of people tend to just kind of color around well If you're doing if you're going for that kind of effect when you're working with your paintbrush on your model make sure your paintbrush is perpendicular to the surface be mindful of where the hairs are on that surface and again uh, thin your colors not so thin that they run all over the place you know how like uh, ink will just kind of and then all over the place not that thin that that's too thin Uh, i find uh, with citadel colors using the thinning medium helps a great deal when doing really thin layers and you know a lot of the uh, quick tip tutorials i've been doing uh, i'm using the, that medium all the time because most of the videos i'm using citadel colors and i'm finding that i'm using the medium a lot and a lot uh, it's it's kind of becoming preference that because like i said before water with the citadel colors it reacts in a, a funny kind of way really undesirable kind of way and with the medium It maintains that feeling of paint, even though that the color, like I've had black go so that it it can be applied almost like a translucent color. I've had it that thin and it one stroke and it stays, whereas with water, sometimes the color will go and it'll like ball up. Or it'll just kind of run for the crevices. Or you end up with that kind of jagged edge to the line. Whereas when you thin it down with a medium, it maintains a line. And, you know, when you're doing, like, say, for example, uh, you know, you're doing text on a model. Or, you know, just building up layers. The mediums are really the way to go. So. Let's go back to the... um, Let's go back to the chat at the comments really it's it's not a chat because we're not chatting <laughs> you're throwing comments at me <laughs> altramirez craig i'm not sure that that link works it seems to be a dead page The deblet yes it is dice sanctuary thanks chris no problem craig randall oh they change the link it's color.adobe.com oh it's an adobe link okay No, I've never been there. I'll have to check that out later. I'll have to remember that one. But yeah, as I showed earlier there, that's the one I always use. Luke Fletcher, 1993. Hey, Chris. I'm wanting to do my Yetis. Yetis weapon. What's a Yeti? Anyway. (laughs) Looking like it is ice over the shaft of the weapon. How would I achieve this? Well... When you're painting it to look like a translucent surface, if you're comfortable doing like gem effects where you are painting your highlights at the bottom of a surface when you're imagining light sources above, that's the same kind of thing. That's, a, that's the similar way of, of achieving that. You're just essentially creating a gem effect. Now, I've seen one in, I think it was a White Dwarf a while back, somebody painted a Yeti and it was like a big ball of ice. I think it was like when the Ogres were released or something like that and he had a big a big ball of ice on the stick and he did a great job at making it look like you could still see the stick inside the paint job and that's all that, again all he did was just hint at the same color of the um of the handle and he just imitated it right in the specific points now unfortunately just like non-metallic metal and even the gem effect you know uh, created that translucent appearance they only often work from one perspective as because it's painted, right? So, so for example, non-metallic metal, it only looks really good from one perspective and it, pho- it photographs really well, but if you're using it for playing, then, you know, it doesn't look right at certain angles and you know, it's, but, if it's a display piece well then obviously yeah you're only going to look at it from a certain perspective and you know it's sitting in your cabinet and people look at it and go ooh wow you did a great job there and yeah that's that's the only reason why you'd want to you know paint it like that uh if you wanted to kind of just give it that general kind of appearance because see the thing is is if you try and compensate and make it look like you can see that the thing in behind inside the ice If you paint that effect all the way around, it's going to be completely muddled all the way around. It only works from a certain perspective that you would see because everything else on the edge would be clear like ice. And then the handle would be just in that certain point when you're looking at it from that certain point. And so, yeah, it's, it's really kind of tough, but right off, right off the bat, that's about the best way to go about it is just, you know, paint it up like you would like a gem or like. But the thing is, though, is, uh, depending on how the ice looks, because if it's got many facets to it, then yeah, you would have to paint that almost like non-metallic metal. But you're highlighting, you know, like the gem effect downwards, downwards. You know, if you have like many, it's quite complex. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's going to take you a bit of time because you want to. You're going to want to get those blends just right, and it's not that it's impossible or anything like that. But yeah. Uh Dice Sanctuary, I wonder what the equivalent price is in Australia for Space Marine Chapter, one-click option. Oof. The entire chapter, Jonathan Brenders, the entire chapter collection is 17645 in Australia. What kind of maniac is going to drop that kind of money on an entire chapter? Now, any maniac out there who already has one well you they've probably built it up over the years right and that's kind of crazy but you spread out your hobby over 20 years yeah you're gonna you're gonna have that right so but either way craziness (laughs) um okay so uh what's this mark gablon are you going to tell us what figure you're using for the blending am i gonna tell you no what should i do i don't know let's let's do the blending Let's get to that hold on coffee break here coffee break coffee break. What colors? What colors for the blend? I don't know. What colors do you guys often have the most trouble with? Um, you know <sighs> The Yeti's from the Ogre Kingdoms uh, mini wargamer Jay miss you shut up <laughs> Seems like the staff of me have a unique relationship uh, It's not unique just strange It's more like, um, I don't know, it's more like a carnival, I guess. Come on, I need some colors here, people. Just do it black and white, just to quickly show blending, how it it goes, like two-brush blending. That's about the easiest way, right? Uh, A model. Let's grab, it really doesn't matter what model. I don't know. Space Marine? Show it on a space marine. Oh coffee's cold. Coffee's cold. Yeah, let's let's do it on a space marine. And just give me two seconds here, people. Just to get this ready. Let's get the lunch out of the way. Okay. So two seconds here. I'm going to, we're going to do a slight intermission, and I will see you over at my painting station. So, stay tuned. No, don't go anywhere. I'm not turning this off. Just just give me two seconds. Because <laughs> i got to move everything, and I just don't want to, you know, I just don't want everything to look all jarred up and stuff. So, hold on. It's a little low. It's a little low. Look at all this dust from cleaning models. See, so I was cleaning, cleaning some stern guard. Eee. Actually, yeah, you know what? This is too low. Let's go with this. Hold on, people. I'm jarring this all up on you again. And let's go with that. Let's go with that. Okay. So blending. Let's do let's do a space ring here Okay, I've already got this guy and no he's no good because he's already kind of painted up and gosh darn it let's see here give me two seconds here people this guy what can we do on this guy I guess maybe his robe okay you know what let's do I don't know let's do his robe I guess so really quickly here this is this too far away for you guys uh it's not too bad any, if it gets any closer it, it'll go out of focus so I don't have a good good uh, macro camera and should we do it in a normal robot we're gonna do it no because this is only a demo I'd rather do it on a regular kind of space ring. This guy's got too much Ghibli gook on him. It's another stern guard here I got here. Uh, I guess I could do it on the stern guard here. Just as there's so much details on the stuff. Like I want something with some big surface area. Let's see this guy here. Pedro. No, Pedro's got too much stuff going on too. For a guy who's got all these models then, you'd think, what the heck? Why is it taking him so long to figure out what model to paint? Because I don't have a whole bunch of thingamabobbers. Um, yeah, I had a model all picked out, but as it turned out, it was kind of crap. Okay, you know what? Here, let's do this guy little imperial guard guy i did this i did this guy uh for a quick tip on painting digital camo and so at some point you will see it now let's get my palette now for palettes uh you like anybody watching the videos often they'll see that uh, i'm often painting on a pane of glass But normally whenever I paint, I usually just paint on a margarine container, lid, you know, something kind of disposable and, you know, not terribly expensive or anything like that. And let me grab some brushes here. Okay. I'm going to use two of these uh, older style uh, base coating brushes. These are just old GW ones. Got some water. Got my two colors. I'm just going to use black and white. Abaddon black and white scar. Abaddon black is a fine color. I don't mind it. I know some people out there don't care for Abaddon black, the way it applies. Oops. I didn't shake these up. Hold on now. Gotta shake these up. This is cause I couldn't tell what colors we were going to use today. So I didn't bother getting any colors ready. Like pre shaking them or anything like that. And I am shaking my pains. Okay. So really quickly here, blending, this is, this is going to be fast, fast. Fast, two brush blend. Always working from a palette, okay. And see, I got the color here already on this brush, and I'm not gonna rinse the brush off. I'm gonna grab. Oh, I'm gonna grab my other brush. That's clean. Grab the white. This is probably a good example anyway of blending because the two colors are so so divergent such a high contrast okay now really quick a little bit of white a little bit of black okay got a model and if my voice sounds muffled it's because I got my brush in my mouth so let's do non-metallic metal really fast I'm gonna lay out some black right on top here really quickly And then really fast, you take your other color, and you begin to lay it sideways. And all of a sudden, you start getting this color transition happening when you start laying them down. And, no, I am gonna have to thin this down just a bit, as they're not going together very nicely. Okay, hold on. Let's get some, oh, it's too much water. Now, the thing is with two brush blending, now anybody can do this with their colors as we're not using any additives like retardant or anything like that. And so, just really quickly here. Again, we'll start over. And you can start over in the same area again. There's no problem. So we'll just quickly lay out some black grab our white really fast you can do this does require you to be fast and then really quickly just blend the colors across now often I work side to side with my color blends you could go up and down but it's kind of a pain to try and maintain consistency when you're painting and you can see here that the colors are starting to blend nicely now Often when you're blending, it does require a bit of back and forth. Just so that you can get to where you want. But, that's essentially it. This is tube brush blending. Wet blending, I should say. For anybody out there who is just tuning in, wondering what the heck is he doing. And so, really quickly here. Uh, again like I said this doesn't require any additives to the colors as you can see just really quickly here you can build up your color transitions A, that's it that's it it's as simple as that it's you know the only thing you have to worry about is just getting your color consistencies down um, as far as you know so that they're in a workable state you can also just use a damp brush well this is really But again, it's, it's all experiment, trial and error. Don't be afraid to play with your colors because it's the only way you're going to get experience in painting. And So that's it. Let's see how fast or how close I can get to the camera here. Yeah, see if I get too close, it kind of bobbles up. Well, you know what? Hold on. little thing here let's see if this helps okay and so really quickly that's just a quick two brush blend on a little armor plate as you can see no additives and you just quickly blend the colors together often for little armor plates and such i like Doing a side-to-side motion the real trick is to get your consistencies down you can use just a bit of water on your paints to get that color just right but that's essentially it you know then I mean it's it's just when you're working with the color how far do you want your black to go or your darker color how far do you want your light or vice versa right because I mean like if we were doing this more of a zenith zenithal style highlighting then we would have had our bright colors this way and our darker colors down this way. And again, it's, it's all personal preference as far as how and where you highlight and you know, it's really up to you. It's all personal judgment. I mean like this isn't even a, like a, a true kind of highlighting pattern. This was just kind of a willy nilly kind of thing because really see how the base and horizon line, if I was doing this as a non-metallic metal, then I should have had my lightest colors down this way. And my darkest colors on this side, and that the highlights should have ran this way to the model if I was doing a true non metallic metal kind of thing, right? But this was just a quick little thing on showing you guys of uh, blending your colors together. The, it, the trick is to get your consistency down, but not so far down, especially when you're using these Citadel colors. Like I said earlier, that when you're thinning them with um, water, they start to act kind of funny, and it just, I don't really care for the care for it when they're just simply thinned with water and i do kind of prefer when they do use the uh Le Man medium or the heavy metal medium whichever it may be right but essentially that's it that's that's a quick little demo on a two brush two color blending that's it that's all that's all you're getting out of me <laughs> okay so hold on and let me get back to the regular camera view without tripping myself or hurting myself or I'm talking away here and it's got the thing muted. Okay. So hopefully some of you found that somewhat useful, insightful, what have you. And yeah, so let's go back to the comments here real quick before we end on a high note. Um, Let me go back here. Is Chris the bearded lady? I'm not a lady. What kind of coffee am I drinking? I'm uh, drinking regular kind of coffee. Actually, I like Irish cream um, creamers, and those are lots of fun.
1: As you say, give a shout-out to Deb. Hi, Deb. How's it going, man? We didn't have our stare off, unfortunately, because I wasn't here that day. Maybe next time. There we go. You want to have a stare down? Because he's, he's the guy in the video that is, it's going to be fun, Dave. But not for you.
0: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna have to remind me. You're gonna have to remind me, dude, like, um, wh- who, who Deb is, because I don't.
1: Oh, no. He's, he was in that one Life of a Wargamer episode where I did all the puns, and then at the end was a threatening email to Dave, the threatening uh, video. Oh, it was okay. I believe mean, it was called Tau Ethically <laughs> Oh.
0: Okay, so Captain Gold Teeth Jay, if you shout a wa from your room, can we hear it? Chris's live stream? Show-
1: no. No. You're at the opposite end.
0: Yeah, when you when anybody comes to visit us at uh, where we, we where our building is, as soon as you kind of come in, they have the studio. The studio is like right across the hall from my office, and as soon as you come into the main building, my office is like almost at the front. Whereas where Dave and Matt and Jay's even in the back corner. Jay's Jay's yeah. office is in the back back corner. They cor-
1: hide me as far as they can away from the public. I yeah. don't blame them.
0: I don't blame them either. No. <laughs> Uh okay, Adam Halbrook, what are your favorite things to paint? My favorite thing Models. to paint? Um I like my Eldar. I like anything really interesting uh that challenges often. Really it's the sculpt. Uh when I first got into painting, I was just buying anything and everything. There wasn't there was no rhyme or reason to what I was buying. I just liked the model and wanted to paint it and today i'm still kind of that way as well although most of the time my purchases are concerned with what particular uh like what the model is going to do for my army so like a lot of times i'm only buying eldar stuff lately i've been picking some space marine stuff because i'm because i want to get my white or crimson fists going and so it's that's really determined by that and yeah it's favorite types of models to paint is anything interesting. Uh, I see models out there that I'd love to paint uh, a lot of the stuff from uh, kingdom death. Uh, the, those models are really exciting. They're very different. Uh, those are really just like miniature works of art really. And they're just wonderful models to look at and to paint them would just be fantastic. Like there's a couple models in their line. I would love to paint could never show them on mini wargaming but i would love to paint them i've got some ideas like there's one particular model they have which is just completely twisted and i would love to paint it it would be just tons of fun but yeah i don't really have a favorite kind of model to paint when i was younger it used to be chaos chaos stuff was just a lot of fun to paint because you could do whatever and chaos you could convert chaos stuff any which way it's almost like orc stuff right orc vehicles you can build an orc vehicle out of like anything and it look as long as you got it painted and it looks kind of interesting you can have it any which way you want and you know and it'll look good and chaos kind of the same way that you know you could just do anything with them like you know like having like an arm protruding from the chest and if you green stuff it and made it look right and it was you know pushing through the metal and you just have all this crazy demon stuff and you know you have great imagery like that it's it's just so much fun so unfortunately no i don't have favorite thing to paint um i like things that are interesting i like things that are challenging Uh Mark Abalon, please the Dark Angel. Sorry, I didn't I wasn't gonna do the Dark Angel. I did the little Imperial Guard guy, yeah. come on, that was fun, right? <laughs> Tatent Clayt. Hey Chris, how would you go about painting models with a colorful iridescent sheen to them? Here's a link. Can't post links. Oops, no linkage. <laughs> yeah. Uh but the iridescent sheen. Uh like it's got like a metallic or even like a pearl look to it. Yeah. How would you paint models with that? They sell, uh, Liquitex sells iridescent paint. Uh, Vallejo sells iridescent paint and you can just thin that down with the medium and apply uh, like a layer right on top of the model and you'll get that pearl like appearance. It's very cool. I haven't played with it yet. I've been meaning to, I just haven't gotten around to, you know, getting my hands on it or anything like that. So yeah, uh, pony pledge. I missed my tutorial. No, what did I miss? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Pony. Uh, just a quick little thing on blending. That's all. But don't worry, it, it, it's in, it's, it's committed to YouTube. It's, it's here. It's, it's on the record. Old <laughs> Alt, Altamirrez. He just started, so you should be all right. Oh no. Some cool advice regarding color schemes and ways to paint up particular models, mostly. O oh, N J, you missed J. Dang. <laughs> oh, we missed Jay <laughs> Pony Pledge, sorry I missed our date, Chris, I overslept Well, there you go So, you missed the bus <laughs> uh, Joshua Barth Bartlow. You mentioned using either the Lemay Medium or the heavy Metal Medium Are those the same thing and how do they compare to the Vallejo Thinning Medium? Well, the Vallejo Thinning Medium is Right here now the Vallejo thinning medium, I find it it looks very milky to the eye, like it's it, it goes on and it looks really milky com- compared to Le Man and Heavy Metal. Now the Le Man and Heavy Metal technically should be the same, but I've heard otherwise. Now I haven't cracked open my bottle of Le Man, and I should have I should do a comparison at some point, but I haven't yet. Same with uh, the two whites that you get, Ceramite White and White Scar. I remember somebody was asking a question about, is there a difference between the two colors, and why do I always just seem to use White Scar? And So, Limea Medium and heavy Metal Medium technically should be the same, because they, all they are is just thinning mediums. They're both clear. They're both got that same kind of watery consistency. And uh, Vallejo's Medium is it has got a really watery consistency as well. But when you put it onto the palette and when you mix it into the color, it's got like a milky like appearance but that completely disappears when you apply it to the model and it will it, to the eye it looks like it's affecting the color but it's not it does like when i uh, i did a demo at one point and i was showing red with the thinning and it almost makes it look like pink but once it's dry it goes right back to red again so it takes a bit of experience to know like what how colors react and stuff like that and yeah Hey, that's why you ask, right? Because a lot of times I've already kind of played around with these kind of things, and... Yeah. But, yeah, technically, the Lemayne Medium and Heavy Metal Medium, are the same. And... The Vallejo Thinning Medium, yeah. It'll have a milky consistency, but don't worry. That disappears when the color dries. So, don't worry. Uh, The Debla, it made me sad that you were not there for our stare-off but I'm good thanks for asking how are your wife and Rubik I guess that's for Jay (laughs) the Dice Sanctuary I am having a bit of trouble with my airbrush I have had it for over a year now but now it is occasionally causing speckles of paint when it is sprayed do you know what that caused and how to fix it speckles of paint sounds like uh the needle you might have to clean the needle you might have to disassemble and clean the needle uh you might no that's about it little speckles of paint often whatever i do um, when i'm doing my airbrushing when and if i'm doing the airbrushing uh, i don't know what kind of airbrush you're using their uh dice sanctuary but yeah if you're getting like because it's probably like something clogging right and as you're shooting the paint it's kind of like coming out in spurts right there's like a blockage and then also goes and you know spits a little blob of paint out and when it's not supposed to right so kind of a pain yeah you might have to disassemble and uh, take that needle out and clean the needle best way i found cleaning the needle is uh, spraying windex onto a cloth and then just drawing and applying pressure as you draw the needle through and just cleaning the needle off that's one of the best ways i've found and if you have airbrush cleaner You know, I'm not a huge airbrush guy. I'm not, um, I'm still, I still consider myself novice at it. But I think I'm getting better at it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And so that we will end on a high note of me scoring. I have no idea what, um, what you're talking about. (laughs) So hopefully you guys found that somewhat informative and entertaining. Hopefully, at the very least. (laughs) Oh, we got some more comments jumping in here. Quail Egg, hi from England. Hi from Canada. (laughs) RC Nosebleed, do you know of any alternative company that makes good elf, preferably high elf models? I'm looking for a mage. Uh, I've always liked the avatars of war their model, I did one model a long time ago, and they have a guy who, who looks like a high elf. Is this little fella. Painted him a while back. And he's even got like the high elf helmet, and you know, they come on these little square bases, right? For fantasy. And, yeah. Uh, Avatars of War. I would recommend them. They, they produce some really nice models that are comparable to you know, everybody else's fantasy models, and so hopefully that helps nosebleed rc nosebleed what's the rc for remote control remote control nosebleed i don't know if i'd want a remote control nosebleed somebody would be doing that to me all the time you know i'm walking around (laughs) okay and so on that note i'm going to end the show (laughs) and so i will see you guys next saturday same channel same time yeah that'd be fun keep sending those questions in emailing me, chris that mini wargaming or right here through youtube yeah so either way just send them in right uh if you have the links to your images you know feel free to ask me for advice on color schemes whatever you know i'll put it on here and i'll you know give you guys a shout out whatever and yeah i mean it's no problem at all this is fun like we're having fun here right and you know why not uh next week's demo leave comment below what you like to see demo if, uh somebody else says uh something that you agree with give that comment a thumbs up and uh yeah don't forget to like subscribe for anybody who's not there don't forget about my subscriber appreciation i'm sure a whole bunch of you already signed up and You know you're already part of it and (laughs) I'm sure we don't have to worry about that part and so yeah so email send those keep those questions coming leave comments questions you know um, just don't send me any hate mail like saying Chris you completely rot," and blah blah it hurt my feelings (laughs) and I'll leave here all sad and (laughs) and heartbroken Okay, so always remember take care of your brushes, they'll take care of you. And I will see you guys next Saturday. Same bat channel, same bat time. <sighs> oh. mm-hmm.